KyleAustinMLive.com, Spartan Big Ten Basketball Insider. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. And Kyle, I did not expect what I witnessed last night. I don't think anybody expected mm. it. Um, you know, I, we spent all offseason talking about top five, they're back. Um, you know, they got so much experience. And, yeah, came out came out with a total dud. I mean, of their four really, you know, kind of talented, experienced upperclassmen, um, only one of them, Tyson Walker, uh, really showed up. Um, I, I thought Jaden Akins, uh, A.J. Hogard, and Malik Hall were all pretty disappointing. Um, in, in their first game back. And, you know, they just didn't have enough. And uh, James Madison, I thought, showed up like a team expecting to win. Um, and I just outplayed them down the stretch. Um, you know, nothing fluky about it. They just made more plays every time I looked like Michigan State was going to pull away. James Madison um, made the plays. And, um, I mean, the good news is I don't think Michigan State's going to shoot one for 20 again from three um, the rest of the year, but still a, still a pretty shocking result there. Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan, Big Ten basketball insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Yeah, one for 20, the missed free throws. I, I think the free throws can get corrected, but, you know, you saw the loss of Hauser and how he could pick this team up at times last year uh, with the three ball. And I do wonder, uh, who are the consistent three-point shooters? Because, yeah, loss is a loss. It's a long season. You got the Big Ten. You got... Uh, Big Ten tournament, NCAA tournament. I'm not worried about that, but from a pure basketball standpoint, who are going to be the go-to three-point shooters for Izzo? It's a good question because I do think they're. It looks like they're taking a step back in that uh, department. Um, I think Jay Nakins is, is going to be a good shooter for them. He was a good shooter once he got healthy last year. I, I think he just had he had a bad night. I think he'll bounce back from that, but. Um, A.J. Hogard, um, not really a big shooting threat. Uh, Malik Hall really hasn't been a consistent shooting threat. Um, and really anybody else. I mean, Cohen Carr is a great dunker. He's not a shooter. Um, Jeremy Fears, um, great point guard skill. He's not really a shooter. So fewer shooters than they've had, and that creates some issues. You know, I, I think there are times they had spacing issues last night because they didn't. James Madison didn't really have to play out on a lot of these guys. So um, you mentioned Joey Hauser. I think losing him is going to be bigger than most people think, just because having that forty-five percent shooter at the four spot just kind of does wonders for your offense as far as spacing and getting other guys room to operate. So it's going to be an adjustment. I think if Malik Hall can turn things around um, from how he played last night, that'll be really big for them. But um, it was definitely an issue last night. Yeah, because I looked at Hall, you know, Hoggard still can take it to the rag, but when you're not hitting the three ball, and and, and I think some teams are going to pack it in against them, you'll see a lot of zone from opposing basketball coaches and not allow Walker and Hoggard or even Akins to take it to the bucket. I, the lack of a pure three-point shooter to me uh, is a legitimate question that we'll see. It still can be answered. Someone can step up, but... You know, I, I think every college team needs that guy, whether he's in the starting five or first off the bench, who has the ability to go three of five from three-point range in 12 minutes. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I think I think they can get Tyson Walker um, some more good looks. Um, and Malik Hall, he's done it at times. He's never been really a knockdown guy, but he was about 40% two years ago before he got hurt. So 
And again, I mean, that was going to be an uncharacteristically bad one. But, you know, this team's going to have to make adjustments. They're not the same team as last year. They bring back um, they bring back the core, but um, I do think things are going to be different. Um, and I, I think they're going to be cycling in more guys, and I think they're going to have to get out in the fast break a little bit. And, you know, one thing I'd want to see is, I didn't think A.J. Hogard really put the ball on the floor like he can and drive to the basket and make things happen. Because um, I think he can really do that. I think he's experienced now. Um, he, uh, he's strong. He can kind of bully his way into there. So if you're not shooting well, those are the type of things um, that they need to make happen, and they did. But, you know, they also did a good job getting to the free throw line. Uh, which is what you're supposed to do when you're not hitting shots. But uh, step two of that process is making the free throws. That uh, They did a poor job of that, obviously, last week. And you mentioned running guys in too much or or, or the run more in. I, I think you got to find a rotation, but I know you got to keep a lot of guys happy with minutes, and I know you like fresh bodies, but there needs to be some bonding runs that you need to find a consistent rotation that – Everybody understands her role, and I know it's only game one, and Izzo and his staff are very smart, but I I know it was James Madison, and you're thinking you're going to get out of there, you're a 17-point favorite, but uh, it never seemed like there was a good flow at all from the Michigan State side. Maybe maybe one little run in there uh, towards the start of the second half, but beyond that, it it seemed like, oh, er, you know, here's the buzzer, here's new guys, here's new guys coming in. It, it, there is nothing consistent or flowing about it. I, I think that's probably the biggest question with this team to me, and it's going to be the biggest challenge that Tom Izzo faces is how does he how does he do all that? How does he make all this work together? How does he get the best teams on the floor? How does he get everybody the minutes that they need to get? Um, you got combinations. We just talked about. I mean, they got groups out there that are an issue because they don't have enough shooters. So how do you you have all the shooting you need on the floor? You know, worrying about all the matchups. You know, it's going to be a puzzle that he's got to solve every game. I mean, last year um, they didn't have the depth, and that was an issue. But in some ways, it was simpler because you just had a smaller group, and, and you knew who was going to be out there. It was all kind of based on fatigue. Now you got a ton of different things and. You know, one game goes wrong, and all of a sudden, everyone wants him to blow it all up and play more freshmen and play less this guy and play more that guy. And it's, it's going to be a season-long thing, um, and it's going to keep changing. And whether or not he can get it right, I think, is going to be one of the key key questions to how successful his team is. Kyle com, Michigan State, Big Ten basketball insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. My man, appreciate your thoughts. All right. Thanks, Mel. Appreciate you.